Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. Today, we want to talk about childbirth. (laughs) Delivering babies. Yes. Yes. We've done it a few times, and by we, I mean you. No, no, it's a we. It's a we. That's true. It's a team effort. Yeah. And um, I will share my contributions (laughs) and what I did to help, and you can share your experiences as well. And uh, we've had four different versions and experiences here of giving birth. Mm -hmm. And so we want to share at least a couple here and then get into some biblical reflections or draw out some biblical principles about the giving birth process and about just the result of birth. and (laughs) Which is a baby. Having babies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice. um, how we can look at these things from a Christian perspective. Yeah, super important. Well, yeah, so let's see. We have had four kiddos, and the first one was quite a doozy because... Was the second and well, they third were all and a doozy. a doozy, too? Well, what was a doozy to me is it didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Right. And so, you know, and it was I was your first one. Yeah. Everything's new, the whole pregnancy part, you're reading all the things about what's just coming week one, how big the baby is. And, and you have expectations for what you think it's supposed to be like and totally. what most births are like. But yeah. Alyssa, our first, was stubborn and she was, <laughs> she was right breach. side up, Ugh, up until breach. the last moment. Yeah, and we did try like everything to flip her around, you know, silly things like a flashlight that's supposed to shine, that t- makes them turn. We tried, like, remember, I think I laid on our ironing board at an angle. Because, really? <laughs> you know, maybe they'll go up if you're, if you're fa- I don't know. I just uh, tried to call her down that direction. <laughs> hey, come over here. None of those things work. Um, we also tried the ECV. Remember that? Is you, that where the doctor just pushed on your stomach for a while? They literally yeah. try to flip the baby around at like 35 weeks. They try to physically with their hands flip them around. That was like some of the most painful <laughs> It looks painful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. But then we got to it and she just stayed put and we ended up having to have a C-section, um, which is a totally different way to have a baby than what I was thinking. You know, it just... Like all of a sudden you go into labor, you wake up in the middle of the night and we've got to go and that whole exciting kind of aspect of birth. And then for us, it was like, hey, what day do you want to have the baby? Yeah. Let's pick a day, put it on the calendar. (laughs) Yeah. November 16th looks like a good day to have a baby. Right. And so then it's just a totally different approach to it. But, you know, it was great. I mean, of course, it was amazing that they have technology to to make sure that the baby isn't harmed because they're breached and I'm not harmed. You know, everything was... Uh, maybe not as I planned, but it went smoothly. The doctors were amazing. I was a little out of it, though. You were, and, you know, rightfully so. <gasps> I guess I'd never had morphine. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever had morphine or whatever that was. So the effects of morphine were really funny on you. Oh. But before we talk about the effects, okay. let's talk about just in the heat of the moment. Yeah. There's like, they drew this curtain from your your oh. waist up. And so you're laying on a bed, there's a curtain, and I'm kind of standing right at the curtain. I can look right. to the right and see your upper body and your face and talk to you. And then I can look to the left <laughs> of the curtain and I can see the carnage that's oh. happening. Oh, that's a terrible word. Yeah. <laughs> well, because at one point you asked me if they had started. Right. And I look right. over to the left of the curtain and I just see like... Okay, yeah. All oh, sorts yeah, of yeah, yeah. Oh. blood oh. and fluids and oh. open... Oh. 
I don't know. Well, I didn't know. I couldn't feel anything. Amazing. Modern medicine is amazing. Yeah. And I looked back at you and I was like, yeah, yeah they, they've started. I was like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> but then you You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. I was like just laying there doing nothing, really. They were doing all the work. But then afterwards, that that morphine or whatever, I was coming out of it. Remember how I was itchy inside my mouth and throat? Mm-hmm. And I was all kind of crazy. And we hadn't picked a name. Mm-hmm. And so then everyone's like, what's the name? What's the name? And it took us I, like 18 hours the next day, something, because I was so loopy and so weird. And that was kind of a shock to me as well. I yeah. didn't think about that. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. not my favorite part. But. I mean, you were crazy and weird after <laughs> all the babies and the, uh, the, <laughs> the ones that followed, there wasn't morphine involved. So uh, I don't know how much to blame on the morphine and how much to just blame no, on. No, no. Hey. <laughs> The hormones and the craziness going on. Hey, there's a lot that happens in your I body, know. right? Yeah, that, that's true. I am pretty crazy. But that was our C-section story. Is there more to say about that? Well, tell me about Andrew, next, okay. the one who is next. Okay, so next we had Andrew two years later, and I really wanted to not be, have a C-section again. And so they, you know, doctors gave us the go on that. Anyways, I remember waking up at 5.30 a.m. and being like, oh, I'm going into labor. Mm-hmm. And then... All day long, as we're clocking the contractions and how intense they are, how far apart, we basically had to wait 24 hours of labor. 24. Before we even went to the doctor. Before we could even go. It was 5.30 the next day, so no sleep. Just all, you know, I couldn't sleep. I remember waking you, which you'd barely slept, and we, I was like, we have to go walk outside, and we have to get this baby going. So then we were able to head in to the hospital at like 6 a.m. the next day. And <laughs> so I have this, I, I, for some reason, I don't know, well, I don't know, I didn't want to have any drugs. I didn't have an epidural. You were like, let's just do this thing. Let's just do this, you know? I don't need any drugs. Yeah. I don't need any painkillers. Forget the epidurals. And yeah, I'm big, just going to do this. A big reason is I have a lot of reactions to different, I don't know, medicines. And so I just thought, let's just try it without. And Why not? It was a, it was a wild process. The next eight hours... <laughs> After checking in and getting into the room and going from, you know, not being able to push to the point where they say you can push, it was a wild ride. It was so wild. And <laughs> there, there was one point where, you know, this, this process has been going on for hours and hours and right. hours. And I'm standing there and I'm just like trying to do whatever I can to be most helpful, which is a constantly moving target. That's true. Because that you're like, true. hey... I want you to like encourage me while I'm pushing or, or, or w- during contractions, just encourage me. And so I'm like, okay. And so I'm standing there and you're going through a contraction and I'm encouraging you. And I do this a couple times. And yeah. then, and then like five contractions later, you're like, stop talking. <laughs> stop telling me to breathe. I stop know it. I'm supposed to breathe. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was the fluctuations from like, Oh, sweetie, we're going to have a baby to get out of my face. <laughs> and then I leave. Yes. And it's like, okay, yes. give her some space. Uh-huh. And then it's like, hey, why are you so far away? Yeah, come over here. So I come back and, you know, I'm just trying to play this game uh-huh. and do what I'm supposed to do at the right time, in the right place, yes. the right way. And Yes. But my most, my, <laughs> my, my, my most significant mistake was taking a brief moment uh-huh. to try to eat some lunch or dinner or whatever it was. Right. We had sent your mom on a trip to go get uh, food. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're at this hospital, like right across the street, virtually, is this Rubio's. And so she was like, just going to get a burrito for me. Yeah. And I think I said, you should eat. You yeah, should you eat. You suggested you know? it. Yeah. 
So she leaves. It takes a really long time to just like find the place and get there and get back. And, right. You know, all this is happening. And, um, and she gets back with the burrito and mm-hmm. things have escalated like an yeah. hour since right. she had left. Right. And things are more intense at this point. I left the room to go have a bite right. of the burrito. Right. And then the nurse left. And all of a sudden you're by yourself. <laughs> And the next thing I, I know start, is yeah. I hear this, I need a doctor <laughs> in here. And you're just, you're I got just, scared all of a sudden. Just yelling at the top of your lungs. And I'm like, what just happened? And it was just another contraction. Honestly, I felt every emotion. <laughs> Fear, uh, anxiety, uh, joy. Uh, sc- I was scared. I was sad. I was happy. I mean, it was just the flood of like all these emotions during labor. It's, it's crazy. So I run in. I get... <laughs> scolded, I think, for leaving the room, even though I think it was maybe your suggestion. Uh, but I don't blame you for that. That's fine. Thank you. Thank and you. So then, as I was explaining, my biggest mistake, uh-huh. I go outside, I grab the burrito, I take another bite, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to bring it in to the room. <laughs> I bring in the burrito. Uh-huh. Which I can't eat at this point. You and can't I, eat yeah, anything. so, right, I'm hungry. And then, and... you know, pretty soon you have another contraction, and it's like, <laughs> I come over and I got the burrito like behind my back, and I'm trying to hide it. And you're just like, <laughs> Is that smell? <laughs> Your like, breath. Like, are, and you, are you eating a burrito? And like, you got so. Mad I remember it stung. That I had a burrito, and you could yeah. just you pick that thing oh, up. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't know what to do. I freaked out. I just like looked for the nearest trash can, and I just threw the burrito away. I know which. I was like, you, you know, looking back, you could have taken it back outside and just left it out there for later. But no, yeah. you just chucked. I it. acted rashly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because I, I just remember the smell was like. So pungent and so you were so mad. I wanted it out. It out. But anyways, we we did end up getting through Andrew's labor with uh, no no drugs and lots of you know ups and downs. There were some ups and downs. There were some ups and downs. But you were there. You were there to support me. You were there and encourage me. You were listening. You were helpful. You stayed the whole time. Um, And you know we got a baby. We got a baby from it. We made it through. That's right. Our next baby, you were pregnant, and it was we were gone on our uh, yep. on revival, our high school retreat, and Ugh. you delivered the baby. What two days after we got yeah, home? Yeah, three few days. days. Yeah. So I was the the medical team pregnant out there. The medical team brought a birthing kit. <laughs> yeah, and we were ready just in case you had a oh, lakeside yeah. baby, Lake yeah. Havasu. Right. Uh, that didn't happen. We were right. thankful that you had Anna in the hospital, and then Aaron. Aaron was, what, two hours from start to finish. Yeah. And I we mean, bada we were, bing, bada boom. We were going on a walk to try to, like, work things out. And yeah, yep. at the furthest point, we didn't walk far. No. We were, we were wise here. We didn't walk far from our house. But at the furthest point from our house, <laughs> and we were on our way back, basically stopping to turn around, your water breaks oh, yeah. in the driveway. Of someone else's of someone's house. house. <laughs> Whoops. And there's just this huge puddle on the, on the concrete. Yes. Yep. And then we you, we just kind of waddle away, right? And slowly make our way back to the house, right? And then Aaron just popped right out. No well, problem. Well, yeah, it's not just popped right out. <laughs> there's there's quite a bit of work <laughs> that goes into p- popping a baby out. Yeah. So my responsibility was to try to discern mm-hmm. whether it was picking up on the verbal signals or the nonverbal signals. Yes. The look how, in my eyes. how I could best help you. Yes. And just, I am there to help you to mm-hmm. do whatever I can and be as, as involved as you want me to be. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, that was, a, as I said, a moving target and a tricky thing to discern. But that was yes. my responsibility. But we, we knew that going in, too. We knew that there'd be some highs and lows and emotions. I think we were both prepared for it. And uh, you were there the whole time. 
and supportive and helpful. And that's what you need when someone's going through labor. That spouse needs to be right there with them, just going going in the battlefield with them, just helping them out. So it was it was what I needed for sure. That's right. So let's take a moment now and reflect on the birthing process and the result of birth with some biblical principles and perspectives. Yeah. When you say that, all I think is, ow. (laughs) Is that my reflection? Which is, I think, a right biblical perspective. God promises that it's going to hurt. Yep. And this happens as a result of the fall. When Adam and Eve sin, part of the curse is pain in childbirth. Yeah, we know why it's there. You experience that pain. You experienced parts of the result of the curse. Mm -hmm. And the whole pregnancy process up to It all hurts. I mean, medicine now is super helpful to make maybe alleviate some of the pain of childbirth, but you know, you can't be surprised when the nine months leading up to that point is painful and things change and something hurts and there's morning sickness. I mean, that's, that's part of the whole thing there. Yeah. And it hurts and it's messy and it's, it's just hard. Yes. That's not the way that the movies usually depict the birthing (laughs) process and it's, you know, clean and sanitary and you know, fast, and it was the opposite, you know. Well, it was sanitary. Yes, yes, thank you. Yes, we were uh, in a hospital, yes. But it was not fast, it was not easy, it was not painless. Right, but that whole process is totally worth it because of the blessing of having children. I mean, it's amazing that through that whole process, you get a baby. There's a life that is put set in your arms, and that is someone that, you're to take care of, you're to train up, you're to love. You are now, you know, in charge of them on earth, right? You're, you're the parents. You become parents. So it's that whole process. You got to look kind of the long game through getting through mm-hmm, the pregnancy, mm-hmm. getting through the pain, getting through the discomfort, and even some of the aftermath uh, healing process, right? That can also be painful, but because it's worth it. Yeah. And I think through the the pain of pregnancy and the pain of childbirth, you know, you could be angry and frustrated and annoyed, or mm-hmm. as I think you did a good job of this, you could have realistic expectations and right. go into all these things knowing it's going to hurt. God said it was going to hurt. Right. And instead of being angry at God and frustrated, you, you know, the pain and the discomfort of it pushed you to... I think, have an increased dependence and reliance on the Lord through the process. And so I think that's maybe more of a Christian approach than getting angry and clenching your fists and uh, going about it that way. Right. Complaining and stuff. Yeah. You mentioned there, you know, having the the long-term perspective and getting through it because at the other side comes a baby Mm -hmm. and the blessing that that is. So let's talk for a minute about a biblical perspective on that and um, the results of the pain of childbirth. Well, I just had to first say it seems like this is not really what the messages are being sent to us, parents, people get married or whatever from the world. It's not that children are a blessing. I'm seeing more and more children are a nuisance. Mm. Children are expensive. Children keep you from living your dreams or finding your, doing your hobbies or making yourself happy. I mean, children are in the way. That's kind of more of what we're seeing now and now. That's the message being sent. Right. And that's snuck in. And I think we have to look at what the Bible says. Yes. And not believe what the world's saying. Not let that sneak into our thoughts, but realize that the Bible 
straight up says, children are a blessing from the Lord. Totally. I have prayed that back to God (laughs) at moments when it felt like non a blessing or just a difficult time, but just said, God, you have said that children are a blessing. I'm thankful for them. They're a joy. They're a gift. And every good gift comes from you, God. That's right. Yeah. So we need to resist adopting the mentality of the people around us, the world around us that that says it's all about me and what I want, and kids kind of prevent me from doing what I want. This is a selfish, self-centered perspective Mm -hmm. that um, ought to not be characteristic of Christian couples. Yeah. If I were just making choices based on what I wanted only, I probably wouldn't have four kids, right? Because, you know, oh, I want to do this. I want to accomplish this. I want this much money. But that's not how a Christian is supposed to live based on what I want, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. based on what God wants for us. Yeah. And there's a lot of belief or maybe trust that, you know, children are a blessing. This is what the Bible says. And, you know, we're, we are experiencing the reality of that as we go through, you know, the mm-hmm. raising children process. Yeah. Yes, it's hard. Yes, there's hard days and frustrations and sanctifying Cheerios for sure. that just you didn't even know existed in places. Like, <laughs> I mean, like it's hard, but it really is. You know, we can see how the the truthfulness of the claim that children are a blessing. Yeah, yeah. I, another observation that that I've made and just. I've had these realizations in watching you deliver babies. I, I think this happened with Andrew and with Anna. Like, just reality sets in when you're screaming at the top of your lungs, <laughs> and like, I did. You're in excruciating pain, and there's blood, and like, I realize this is the result of sex. <laughs> what? Sex is not this yeah. like recreational fun thing that you know, is neutral, that people can have whenever they want and with whoever they want. This is something, sex is something that needs to happen within the context of marriage. This is the way God designed it. And the result of sex, not 100% of the time, but the result of sex is this experience that that I'm watching in front of my eyes of a baby coming out of your body. And um, it's a pretty um, intense and painful and graphic sort of thing. And so uh, in a culture that wants to just have recreational sex. Yeah, and, right. With no consequences. zero consequences and, yeah. of babies. This, right. That is another unbiblical, uh, right. non-Christian sort of perspective. Right, for sure. Maybe one final observation is uh, the responsibility of raising kids. Mm-hmm. So a biblical perspective on delivering babies is now you have a responsibility. You've got a life that is in your care and you need to disciple and evangelize that child. And that's a joy and a privilege. Totally. I mean, we have four people that we can specifically train and teach about who God is. We can show them and model it. We can um, show them when we make the mistakes. We can show them what it means to follow the Lord, to serve Him, to love Him. I mean, there's so many things that by having children in our home, we get to teach them about who God is. I mean, what a what an amazing gift to have someone in my own house that I can r- disciple, share the gospel with, that I can see grow to know who God is and pray for so that, that they will turn their life over to Christ. That's right. Well... 
That was maybe not a G-rated episode, mm. but uh, I think an important one <laughs> yes. to put out there. Yes. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. <laughs> maybe had a few laughs. What is it? Would you say it's a PG-13? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, who knows what the ratings now, what it would be. But mm. yeah, it was... It was an intense, but you know, giving birth is pretty the real intense. Thing, the yeah. real thing is, is, is beyond intense. PG-13. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. That's very true. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, and um, we'll talk to you later. All right. See and you next time. And by talk to you, I mean we will, we will talk to, to you. Yeah. And you will listen. Yeah. Thanks for listening, yeah. too, by the way. <laughs> and we would love to listen to you if you send an email to us. Yes. That's the way we can have this the two-way conversation. Thriving Marriage Podcast at gmail you nailed it is that right woo dot com yep send us send us some topics some questions some thoughts all right peace see ya peace